Welcome to another exciting show with me. This is Vance here, your host for Kopi with Vance. That's right. So, you know what? Every Wednesday, 9 p.m., it's Kopi with Vance. And yeah, I'm always excited for this uh, podcast to be telecast and broadcast as well. So, uh, we are live right now in LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, and also Spotify as well. So, you can also hear this podcast later part. If you're busy, if you're driving, you can also put it into your Spotify and listen. And um, today's podcast is, um, we have, um, of course, every week, we have a guest coming on board, Kopi uh, Events, and, um, you know, we will talk a little bit more on the topic itself of course um, but today with me is Ganesh Ramanathan and um, Ganesh is a lawyer by profession and called to the Singapore bar at the age of 29 he has 28 years of legal experience as litigator in civil cases as well as other areas of practice so in the basic introduction you already know we're having a lawyer on board but Ganesh's passion is actually in sports and of course he's a full-time lawyer as well and now with the sport of lawn bowls Ganesh picked up lawn bowls at the age of 46 and enjoys playing it. From being a regular player and a passionate advocate of the sport, he has been an ambassador of it by serving on the committees and in the NSAS. He served in the various roles in the bowls section committee at Singapore Cricket Club for seven years. He has definitely have so many years of experience. He's the Honorable Secretary of Bowls Singapore from 2020 to 2022. He was then elected into the Management Committee of the Lawn Bowls Association of the Disabled in September 2022 and was nominated to serve as the Vice President of it from July 2023 for the remaining year of his two-year term. So without a further to actually to go through this podcast with me, right? It's always better to have a guest on board. So let's pull... Ganesh. Hi, Ganesh. Hi, Vance. Thank you for joining me at Kopi with Vance. Have you stand by your Kopi with you already? Yes, I have. <laughs> Very good. Okay. So, Ganesh, thank you. I know I did a bit of um, your... Your, your introduction, you know, very. But can you also please uh, do a, a very short briefly about yourself so that people know who we are talking to us today? Sure. Thank you for the nice introduction. Um, briefly, well, I'm born locally, born in 1965. I went to Anglo-Chinese primary school, Anglo-Chinese secondary school, went to Swiss Cottage Pre-U Center. Um, during my academic years, the only thing I had an A14 was for ECA. At that time, it was known as ECA. Now it's known as CCA. So as you can see, where my my passion actually lies in sports and uh, uh, others. And then I'm, I studied law, um, graduated, got married, and that's the first 28 years of my life in uh, 20 seconds. So that's a very uh, short uh, briefly about yourself. Thank you, Ganesh. Um, I know, Ganesh, we are going to talk today. Um, of course, if you look at our title itself, interview with a lawyer who is an advocate for sports. Um, and of course, today we are going to talk all about lawn bowls and of course, how you got involved and so and so forth. But before we even um, jump into this today's topic, but I'm just going to ask, uh, maybe it can be a, a little misconception here in Singapore or even some other countries. I'm not sure you have to highlight that to us and to our viewers. Um, you know, 
people when come to long balls, people think that hey, this is for people who are above 60, 70, and not for the not so young. Can you please talk a little bit of that before we jump even the topics as well? Okay, I think I can understand why that um, thinking comes about because it is actually a low impact sport. So that's it's a bit slow. It's not so active. You is nothing like squash and all that where you really sweat it out in about 10 minutes of play. This is a slow game, uh, but it has sufficient body movements. So because of the slowness, the pace, you know, although it actually takes two hours to complete a game, I, I suppose the perception comes in that, oh, okay, this is a slow game. So it's for uh, older people, for people who are, who are not so active. But it's not entirely true because it, it's a low-impact, maybe slow-paced game, but it's actually very strategic. There's a lot of thinking involved. Strategy, right. how you position your bowls and um, how do you deliver uh, your bowl to reach closest to the jack. So that idea, um, unfortunately, yes, it's there. Perhaps maybe, to be honest, even for me in the, at the beginning, it may have been there because I was, um, I've been a member of, of the cricket club since 1995. Right. <laughs> but I Picked up bowls in 2010. Um, I've seen them play, and I also probably thought, hey, this is a, something I can do later in my life. But uh, maybe that's a perception that uh, people generally have, but it certainly is not. Thank you for that, uh, Ganesh. Of course, we're going to engage Ganesh with a lot of uh, questions. And viewers also who are watching this right now or hearing this, Please do share and like as well, because if you press the share button, it will go to your friends and families and a lot of people can tune in live uh, with Ganesh Ramanathan together with me, Kopi Events. And of course, today we are going to talk a little bit more on the sport of lawn bowls. And um, Ganesh, can we talk a little bit of the game? You mentioned two hours. Um, of course, comparison to uh, bowling, you know, bowling, you just come in and throw and go off. You know, I have also observed the the game of the lawn bowls. It, it, it requires a little bit more. It's not just impact right it's, it's a lot of you know I, I seen a few times even you also like you know talking to the bowls i don't know what you're doing you're looking far you're looking you know is it a speed distance is it lots of concentration what exactly is happening there when you are holding onto the bowls okay basically the sport of lawn bowls is basically about okay you are you have a you are you play in a rink a uh, rink is about four to five meters um, in width and about 30 meters in length so you roll, you center, you you center the, the the mat, right? You play in the center. Then you roll the jack to the other end, and then you center the jack um, where it lands. Maybe let's say twenty nine meters. So then the whole idea is to roll your bowl as close to the jack as possible, right? And when you play against an opponent in a singles, pairs, and whatever um, combination, um, your bowl at the end of the your 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 number of um, rows that you have because in singles each player has four bowls you roll uh, four bowls each end so the whole idea is to see how many of your bowls land closest to the jack as compared to your opponents so that's the whole idea and because the bowls do not travel in a straight line it goes in a curve so you have to pay attention to the angle that you take and how right. much weight you are going to use because the jack doesn't always end up in 29 meters. Sometimes people play it shorter at 24 meters. Right. So your length varies, so you have to adjust. So that's where um, you have to pay attention and adjust. Well, you have got four bowls in a singles game. The mm -hmm. first one goes 
um, longer than necessary, well, the sec you adjust it with the, your second one, with the third one, right. and with your fourth one. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to hold you here for a while, Ganesh. I'm getting into more like it's going, what's going to happen in the next 30 seconds. Is that right? You go to predict? Is it? Can I use the word predict? Or is it plan? You are going to. How does it works? You plan, you strategize because, okay, so you roll, then your opponent rolls. So you see where the opponent's bowl has landed, right? If it's closer to the jack than yours, then you've got to figure out how are you going to come in? How are you going to deliver your bowl to reach the, to, to bring your bowl closer to the jack than his? Whether are you going to touch his bowl and move it away or, or push your own bowl that's already somewhere um, at the head there, closer to the jack? So these are right. things that you think about before you deliver the next bowl. All right, we're going to engage more about the game in a while. For viewers who are just coming in, we are live in LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube with Ganesh Ramanathan. And we are going to talk all about a lot of bowls today. And of course, if you're watching this, please do share and like so that it can reach out to more people who can understand about this game. And of course, Ganesh will give us later more details where you know people can come and engage and come and play. And, you know, we, I'm hearing a lot of stuff or like, you know, focus, concentration, so and so forth. So we are going to go deeper into that. But before that, I'm going to divert Ganesh into his more into his work life, right? Work life balance. Yeah. Ganesh, as a lawyer, I know we all know, you know lawyer is like, you are, you guys are good at talking, right? Very good at talking, right? Um, good at, you know, I'm not sure if I can debate with you, but I'll try. Um, such a long hours and family and the game. Does this game allows you to focus for yourself? I mean, apart from work, life, work, life. Now you, we are going to go for the balance. Does the balance happens for you? No, actually, it is necessary because work is actually stressful. So for me, um, playing bowls actually is a stress relief, stress reliever. Oh. So I I would love to play it like at least three four times a week, but of course sometimes I used to uh, earlier, um, but now it is it would be lovely to play at least one weekday and one weekend. So work is always I mean I I suppose whatever work you do, uh, most of the work, it's going to be quite stressful. Um, so you need some kind of a activity, sports, hobby. So for me it is sports, and at this age, um, since the age of forty six, I've been playing. Uh, bowls. So for me, mm -hmm. that is an outlet. Um, right. We can say that's a so-called work-life balance. So you always have this um, in your principles, you know, you work, your family, and the game that you are taking part. And it's yeah. a kind of a de-stress that you talked about. But I think also, when you mention about um, it, it's really what's going to happen the next 30 seconds. Because I watched the game, not for the full two hour, of course, maybe for the first time. And say, you know, some guys and girls who are you know, in the in the lawn, they, they are like so focused. Um, pretty much, the, the, the it's it's very close to the what you mentioned. You know, how the accuracy happens? Is it the strength, or is it your amount of you know the distance that you you know you you want that the balls to be in there, right? How, how is that? Is it more about your strength that we are talking about here? No, actually, it's not actually. Of course, it takes a lot of practice. Once you start, definitely your balls are going to go all over the place. It's going to go. Right. You're going to not know how much of strength to use. Whether um, you may think, okay, the ball is about uh, one to one and a half kg each. You may think the ball, 29 meters, you can just um, roll it and mm -hmm. it'll go there. But mm -hmm. no. So as when you start, right. usually you're going to end up 
half the distance. It's going to be short. Right. So you got to then then you get used to it. Yeah, whoever's guiding you will tell you, okay, look, you 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 swing your arm in such a way, use a bit more force to mm -hmm. reach it. Then you start to use too much force, it'll end up in the ditch, which right. means uh, or beyond mm. where the jack is. So right. it's a matter of practice. So it takes definitely a few months at least to get the hang right. of it because you are actually paying to, paying attention to two things. Not just one is the curve, how much of curve you should take, right? And the second one is how much of force you should use. <laughs> the shorter the distance, the less force you use. The longer right. the distance, like twenty nine meters, like the difference force you use for twenty three meters and twenty nine mm. meters or thirty meters, right? So that's the that's why you pay attention. You for you 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 see what has happened to your the previous bowl. Where has it right. ended up? Then you adjust it. Um, where has your opponent's bowl ended up? And then you adjust accordingly. So you don't need much force. Actually, it's like a pendulum swing. It's a question of how uh, how you you swing and deliver. So right. it's not it's, it's it's quite low impact. It's, you don't need right. this, um, too much force. Nothing like. A squash uh, or a tennis and all that. Uh, and and, and uh, just for out of curiosity, uh, how how much weight is the bowls here we are talking about? What is the weight? One, okay, so there are sizes, various sizes, and basically uh, the zero to size five could be more, but generally right. the weight is about one to five, one and a half kilograms. Generally, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm. So a size four bowl like mine could be just less than uh, one and a half kilo, kilograms each. One kilogram, okay. And um, Ganesh, I also came to know that the it is not something like a like a ball that we are talking about, right? Like not not just like a tennis ball. The the long poles is 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 it a curve in such a way that it doesn't go straight? Is that right? No, it's actually it's 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 not a circular bowl. It's 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 a bowl, but okay. inside of it, the mechanism of it is it is mm -hmm. it is weighted on one side, so it has got a so called bias. So you cannot right. roll it. Okay, that that ball that you used probably was a tennis ball. That jack yeah. is a circular uh, ball that goes straight, but your ball right. has to go in an angle. It has to go in a curve. You have mm -hmm. to aim at either in a one o'clock, two o'clock direction for it to reach twelve o'clock, or you, if you go the other way, you aim at a ten o'clock or eleven o'clock direction for it to reach at twelve o'clock. You cannot aim in the twelve o'clock direction, thinking that it'll go there. It'll go right. off. Yeah. Wow. So it's a lot of uh, mathematical calculations, uh, speed check, distance check. Uh, so you, you can't be thinking of food when you are, I mean, you can, but then probably you will not be able to focus. So your your concentration have to be very super conscious in what you do. Because I did see some of your players when a couple of uh, countries, you know, we, we talked about it, right? We were talking a while, but is it, is it is it is it very tough to get this concentration there when you are there you are fully focused is, is it something tough based on your experience no like it's after a while uh, like any game right uh, after yeah. practice after some uh, days months of practice uh, you'll get the hang of it and then it's just a matter of being more consistent pay attention to what you're doing where you're standing how you're standing where your foot right. is and when you do you how, how big a um, step do you take because you right. Initially, when you stand, you are going to stand with two feet almost together or side by side, right? Okay. And one feet will you you in like a walking motion, right? You one feet goes forward and then you you roll deliver the ball to reach. Right. So these are um, yeah. You see, what if 
and in at one shot, if you were to tell somebody all of this, they are going to get confused. They are going to go away. You just have to start slowly and okay. uh, one at a time. You cannot tell them line, wait, stand this way, stand that mm-hmm. way. Don't uh, take a big step. You know, do this. Do that. So right. slowly. Um, okay, starts with maybe okay how mm-hmm. you deliver, you swing. Never mind how you stand. Then the next time, okay, it's like how you stand. The right. third occasion is like, okay, how big a step do you take? How small a step do you take? Mm-hmm. Uh, then these adjustments will come in. So eventually, right. by the time you, it took me like maybe a year to like figure all this out and to play a bit consistently. But even now, no matter how, as what they, there's a saying goes, you know, it's, a, it's easy to learn, but it's lifetime to master it. So even now, uh, even the best players can get beaten because not right. because they're bad, but because someone else plays well and they are focused and. Um, that's how it is. Like, that's the challenge of the game. But 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 I got to confess this. You know, viewers are watching. It will go to our Spotify. You know, for me to focus, I think it'll be really tough because my wife will say, "Hey, buy tomatoes and onion." And I don't have no cooking, no food for you for dinner. So probably I cannot concentrate. You know, if you are, put me into the gym, you know, a coach and all that. As a coach, you know, I do all those stuff. But I think concentration is something that you know it's beyond your mind your body because like i said uh we, we talked about it you know it's your speed your distance you're fully in the game right so it's it's your concentration is so much important than that thank you guys for that and of course viewers who are joining us again please uh do share and like because we are you know creating awareness on lawn bowls and also we're having an interview session with ganesh ramanathan who's going to talk a lot about you know, what is Lawn Bowls about. And today's uh, inclusive interview with, interview with a lawyer who is an advocate for sports. So, Ganesha, my next question is, of course, um, for viewers as well. What's in it for PWDS? Okay, so bowls can be played by an, anyone of all ages and, and abilities. Really, you can start at age six or seven. There are uh, smaller sized bowls for such persons. Obviously, they are not going to be able to reach 20, 30 meters. So obviously they will start, you know, introduction, you know, you're not going to make them into a champion in one year. Um, you will just want them to have fun. So there are um, smaller size bowls for them. You teach them the basics, let them have some fun right. and get used to it. Right. And then it continues and you pick it up at seven, you pick it up at 70. The, we have a, a person with um who's visually impaired, who picked it up at the age of 74. That was two years back. At the age of 76 now, he's a medalist. So so there's actually um, no age barrier to this sport. You can pick it up young, middle age, mm-hmm. older age. Um, and 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 there's no difference because you know why? Because I mean, able-bodied, you stand, you deliver. If you're a wheelchair user, it's okay. You, you sit down. You are seated, you sit down and you can and deliver your bowl because you're using your arm, right? The uh, delivery is using arm. So you can sit down and do it. Vision. If you are like um, ambulant, uh, there are guides. There are like, uh, 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 what do you call that? The guide to help you to position mm-hmm. yourself. I wouldn't say it's a stick. There's a term for it. You know, it just um, lost right. my mind. You can use that and support, right? To support, right. and then with the other arm and with your leg positioned in a certain manner, you deliver. Visually impaired persons, they actually draw uh, pull a string in the middle of the ring, 
And visually impaired, so far, we don't have someone who's totally blind. The um, few that we have, they can see, but they're very short, just near distance, maybe five meters or so. So they can see something uh, a closer distance. So the line gives them, uh, it's a guide for them how to deliver. Of course, when it reaches the other side, they can't see. So that's why they need a, a, a person called a director to tell them, okay, look where your bowl has landed. Is it like 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, before the jack, after the jack, and then the next one they right. adjust it. So able-bodied uh, persons with disabilities, it's not an issue. Um, the age is also not an issue. You can pick it up. All right, Ganesh. I mean, I know, of course, you uh, the vice president uh, starting from July 2023. So you have two years of, uh, you know, promoting this game and, and to people out there as well. So those who are watching this at this point of time or hearing this, um, what is your uh, creating of this awareness of these loan bowls? Because we, we like we, we spoke at the earlier part of this uh, podcast, people are still thinking that, hey, you know what, this is a minimum 75 years old then can, you know, go into it or venture it because for my retirement. But what we came to know is not, right? It's going to be a lot of focus here. So what will your... You know your your advice to people who are watching this and hearing this. No, but before that, so that that's why because of that mindset. So a few of us went in um, into the Bold Singapore committee a few years ago. Not that the previous. I mean, people all the while we have been trying to get new persons interested to play, but the take up rate was low for various factors. Re, the outreach was maybe not there. A lot of people actually don't know the sport. Why? Because it is not played in many places there are only like three four locations venues that actually mm-hmm. uh, have a bowls green and two of it are in private clubs so if you are a member of the club at cricket club or a tangling club you, right. you will know about the sport you can play but public green is there's only one at kalang then they built one at the sports hub then there's another one just recently built at um, yankin so because of the lack of venues i suppose uh, the awareness is not there uh, people don't know about the sport. They do, even if they they know, they just right. pass by. They see it. They don't really understand it. And then, like, what that that perception or oh, old folks, uh, old mm-hmm. old game uh, is there. But so lately, past two three years, there's been a lot. Um, there are some drivers within the Bolsonaro committee who have been driving uh, this outreach. They really gone out, um, spread it out to all over, east to west, north south. Um, there are much more people who are playing now. So, same with the now to do with the uh, for the disabled, for the persons with disabilities. That's what right. we need to do now. Reach out, introduce the game. Yeah, they may not know about it, but tell them, show them what it is, invite them to try it out, and hopefully they will like it and stay on and play play it for long term. Right. So if uh, people are interested to get to know about this game or you know to participate, where they can uh, look for other locations? Okay, I mean, two things. Able this able-bodied, you go out and check out Bold Singapore's website. Disable, Parabolas, right, which is what I'm here for. Um, check out the Parabolas Singapore uh, website. Uh, if you're not sure, just type LBADS or Parabolas Singapore. Um, the details are there, but basically the, the the place that we normally play, the players play at is at Kalang right. Bowls Green, which is next to the tennis and uh, Kalang Tennis and Squash Centre right. at Stadium Boulevard. There's a right. smaller one at Young Kid Playfield at uh, Duxton, where the pinnacle uh, right. uh, uh, is. Um, that's 
another place, a smaller one. Mm -hmm. So check out the websites for more information and uh, then you can contact us and sure we'll be more than happy. So in fact, some of the persons right with disabilities, you see, they they also want to go to the next stage. They want to play, of course, but they also are keen to bring in the next lot because you can't keep having the same 20, 30 people playing and then don't have the next lot, gen next generation coming. They are keen to be coaches to this next lot. Right. So there are ample, uh, there are sufficient people who are, who will be interested to guide newcomers, uh, persons with disabilities of all sorts, mm -hmm. hearing impaired, speech impaired, um, uh, vision impaired. Uh, the older older players that we have, okay, previously as you know in fifties and sixties, polio was quite a bit was quite uh, not say common, but there were a few uh, number of people had polio then. Mm -hmm. So there are some of uh, our players, right, who were affected by polio, and uh, they are playing this sport. So, um, and then we would have a, a person who had a stroke before, right. and uh, then came across boats and found it as a therapy. Actually, found it therapeutic, mm -hmm. right, um, and and played it and continues to play it. So many different types of people we have and we hope to reach out to yeah right and you know ganesh we are still um, in the in the interview and in the podcast you know um, but but you know what i was uh, about to ask is you know of course as a vice press you have two years but uh, is there any challenges that you are facing i mean um, like what we talked about you know um, as how young uh, the player or the participant can be or, or what is the age not so young? Is there, is there a minimum and a maximum age for all balls? Actually, minimum, like I said, maybe, okay, I mean, of course, too young, you basically need to grip the ball, even if it's a small size. Um, right. Six, seven might be a good age because even the Malaysians, <laughs> Malaysians they, and Australians, they have introduced this sport to their schools. Right. And from seven onwards would be a good start. And there's no ending age because... Uh, Pre-COVID, we had people in their 80, late 80s, 90s mm -hmm. who played it. And I think they were, I mean, unfortunately, because they were, during the lockdown, they stopped coming and you know, health went down a bit. But we have we definitely, we have quite a lot of people in the 80s, um, in the able side, even in the disabled side, we have people in their 70s playing. So right. there's actually no end age to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The obstacles okay, are in other modes, la, not so much in getting, uh, I mean, in the age mm -hmm. and abilities. Mm -hmm. Okay, Ganesh, we, we talked about that. And uh, of course, um, what is the plan? Is there a, a, some kind of a plan that you have for the, for the next two years? Actually, it's not two years. Actually, no. no. It's a two-year term. It starts last mm -hmm. year. There's right. an in-between. Uh, Robed in as a uh, upgraded to be a VP. Which was <laughs> last year. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was conveniently left vacant uh, last year for me to fill in at some point in time. There's another okay. one year term, but of course, it's a two year term, um, and you can't just stop it because you have to um, carry on. Okay, the plan is basically three things: like outreach, reach out to more uh, groups, individuals, or groups, associations like the uh, association for the visually impaired, association for the hearing impaired, and others. Right, reach out to them, introduce the sport to them. And individuals as well. I mean, if somebody, you know, uh, uh, friend, colleague, somebody you know who's who's who's, right. you know, who's impaired, 
doesn't know what sport to play, but wants to play, wants to be physically active, uh, you can always uh, rope them in. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. The second thing is to rope in volunteers to help these people. Because right. uh, when they play, like they, they need guy help to in various forms. One of it is, like, as I said, the visually impaired persons need someone who looks known as, as a director to guide them, to tell them, okay, look, where has your bullet uh, landed? How far it is? Because otherwise, you can't right. expect these visually impaired persons bowl one roll their first bowl go there check where it is landed come back bowl second one come back uh, bowl a third one you know that's not possible that game will take i think four hours so you need someone to guide them right. and of course for management committee there's always a space for someone who's, mm -hmm. who's there to help out and um the third the plan the third plan is always of course the funding to get more funds to help the association to right. to serve its purposes yeah. Thank you, uh, Ganesh, for all the plans that you have talked about for the next two years. Uh, viewers who are just joining us, thank you so much. Uh, we are live uh, in YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook as well. Copy events every Wednesday, 9 p.m. And today with me is Ganesh Ramanathan, who is a lawyer, but is, uh, is talking a lot of uh, the long balls, right? So we advocate for sports. So if you're watching this or hearing these viewers, please do share and like. So that like what Ganesh has talked about, what is the plan? The plan, you know, we, we you know the future for getting more players to come in and fundings as well. Um, Ganesh, I know we, we talked about this, um, you know, that you have been playing for almost 12 years. You have been in various committee positions. You've met various people in different walks. How has this part of bowls impacted you? Because we, we know lawyers have a very tight schedule and long hours, probably less sleeping hours. I'm not sure you have to correct me that. But, you know, I did hear also from you saying that, you know, this is a part of your release or stress release and kind of stuff. But how has these bowls have impacted you? I mean, apart from um, bringing out the awareness to a lot of people out there, either able or disabled, to engage into this sport to keep people healthy and fit. But how has that has impacted you? Okay, so first, when I first picked it up, obviously, it was to, you know, I had to learn the sport, right? Idea is to, like I said, roll your bowl closest to the jack, um, uh, and then um, be consistent with it. But along the way, you, I, I found that actually, it's that, that connection, you see, it's all about connection, connecting your bowl to the jack. <clears throat> A little bit of some spiritual uh in a spiritual sense yes. connection you connecting right. something right so that um kind of resonated with me so that's why i find it a bit um uh it's a good game to play nice and and it, it gives mm -hmm. you a sense of uh, what do you call it uh, something to connect with right uh, you win or lose doesn't matter you play you connect you don't connect i mean you don't uh both go all over figure out why you went all over the place mm -hmm. next time you come you 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 do better so that's impacted in that sense that um <clears throat> that's it that that sense of connection i find that that that, that this game the sport uh gives to gave to me and i hope it gives to people and so that's why i'm I would like to, you know, share it with people and to get them to be interested to play. It's not, it's not, not just about. I mean, when you first start, you have to tell them, okay, what is it about? Okay, you roll a jack, then you roll your bowl and connect and reach as close as possible mm -hmm. to the. But that's that's just step one. 
along the way, okay, how do you move your opponent's bowl? How do you promote your bowl? How do you strategize all of that? So what does all does all that mean? All that means you're connecting, you're trying to connect your bowl to the intended target. Mm -hmm. uh, people pick it up, that's great. So that's the that's I mean that's how it has impacted me in that sense. Right. Thank you, Ganesh, um, for sharing how it has impacted you. Um, Ganesh, you know, for, for viewers to understand, um, we all know Ganesh Ramadan, Ramadan is a lawyer, but uh, sir, we have not prepared any questions for you. All right. That's why it's all very spontaneous, right? You yes, I know. Sabotaged. <laughs> You know, the, the backstage for viewers to know, you know, Ganesh was actually asking me, hey, what are the questions, Vance? I said, uh, you don't need questions because, because he will be always be answering and debating and, you know, presenting in, in, in the courtroom. So let's move from the spot into his profession. You know, as lawyers, you you guys are very good at you know, speaking. Um, so will you agree that uh, you are very good at speaking? No, it's a whole different world. I, as I've shared with you before, um, presenting a case before a judge is totally different from speaking in public. I have lately, okay, some other, um, another so-called impact or rather uh, result that has come out by stepping mm -hmm. up in the role is really stepping out of my comfort zone. Um, like just a couple of months ago, a, a kind soul, a friend, got me to, you know, gave me an opportunity to speak um, during a Rotary Club meeting. I said, my right. God, how many fellas are coming? Oh, 150, 150. I said, oh, that's too big. I I speak, I no qualms presenting a case to a judge, two, three <laughs> judges at one shot. Right. So, so. <laughs> Speaking to 50, 150 people. So I kept asking him, then slowly the numbers reduced like, from 150 to 150. Right. So I was thinking, hey, uh, can I get somebody else to to present? He said, no, you are a lawyer. If you don't stand up for the association that you are in, who else will? But that right. was like, wow. wow. <laughs> it's like okay. self-explanatory slap, a wake-up slap on the face. I think, oh, right. I can't do it. So that I did. And then uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, to give an interview, or rather, I was asked whether I can be one of the interviewees for a program in Tamil. Right. So, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. more coming up. More coming up. <laughs> Let's do another one. And now this. And right. now this also. And you nicely don't give me the questions. So. Right, right, right. Uh, I know, I know. Um, even though Ganesh has more than uh, 28 years of legal experiences, uh, but of course, you know, he's doing very well. So all the viewers, please give him a, a clap, at least a emoji, a sign, you know, to encourage him. You can see a little nervous there. But of course, if you are going to put me into the courtroom and present to the judge, I'll be like, uh, you know, they were totally different, right? This is my jungle and that's your jungle. Yes, exactly. But Ganesh, you know, also, we were talking about this, uh, your profession as well. And of course, we, we need to understand where you come from. Uh, which law uh, you represent and which firm you are representing and so on and so forth. So our viewers will know that as well. Yeah, basically, the early years, I started off doing general work. I included criminal uh, matters, uh, family matters, general general litigation work, basically court work. Right. Um, over the past 20, uh, 22 years or so, I've been specializing more in personal uh, injury matters, road traffic accident right. cases. Right, you act for the claimants, um, you get compensation for them. 
of course, uh, do contract matters, uh, draft agreements, wills, do probate mm -hmm. matters, things like that. But um, generally, it's a litigation work, which means court right. work. Yeah. Right. Just, just going to hold you there first before we continue with Ganesh. Uh, for viewers, uh, we have two sets of questions that you can ask. One is about his profession. If you have anything, something to want to ask him about legal, if it's appropriate question, I would definitely will bring it to him. And in, and again, um, the long balls, if you want to know about a game, where you want to start, you can also start posting your questions because we have we have already engaged 40 minutes in, with Ganesh. So we still have 20 more minutes. He's more relaxed. He's more composed. Uh, you have already done three interviews, given interviews. So if you're watching this and if you want to engage Ganesh on a particular question, please do so because we want to give him all the boost because there's more uh, talk segments and discussions going to come up for Long Bowls and for Ganesh as well. Being the vice press since last year, he had his plans, which he talks about, you know, creating awareness, financials, and also for the game, which is going to come in more. So, Ganesh, let's continue where you stopped. So, you're talking about, you know, you were a criminal uh, lawyer and so and so forth. What else? So, what firm are you uh, representing at the moment? I'm with the, I'm with the firm called Karupan Chetiar and Partners. Um, right. is my father-in-law actually, um, but he, his early days, he started off with a firm called Murphy and Dunbar. Um, right. That was a bigger firm. They were well known in this um, area of practice. So, and I've been with this firm from 2002. So, <clears throat> um, been there since then. Right. Of course, my wife is the uh, partner there is my boss. The boss. So, it's the two of us. Yeah. Okay. Um, earlier we had more lawyers, is but now your boss, is your boss watching this right now? I, I think so. <laughs> okay, you gotta be very careful, huh? If not, no tea time. Hey, yeah, dinner. Absolutely. Are you done with dinner already? Yes, okay, then you can tomorrow can convince. Never mind, just say you are very good at communication, right? You will be able to convince her. <laughs> okay. Uh, viewers, we still have another about 10 more minutes. Um, thank you for watching this. We have a very steady pool of more than 25 people watching this at the moment. We will be live at Spotify as well. We'll be posting in Spotify and Apple Podcasts. All you need to do is copy with Vance and you can able to hear this interview, which is interview with a lawyer who is an advocate for sports. And apart from that, we are live in LinkedIn, Facebook and YouTube as well. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. We are still going on. So if you have a particular question, which I can see the questions are coming up already, uh, which is good, uh, Ganesh, because the moment I say we can ask two questions, two sets of questions, one for the game and one for your profession, the questions are popping up. So let's take one first question here. How can lawn bowls benefit millennials? I think these, the millennials need to learn how to chill and play. I think, uh, right. yeah, they need to... I mean, like I said, actually, it's a sport for, for all age groups. Right. I'm a Gen X, I think. So right. whoever it is, you can start. Never too right. late to start. Um, never too late to finish. And like I said, okay, you okay. there, there, there are three categories, basically. That's what right. I learned from my seniors at uh, Creative Club. One is the totally social group. They are just happy to come, play, mm -hmm. uh, socialize, have, have a drink after the game and go off. The other group is the very competitive ones. They want right. to. They are very uh, dedicated. They are very. Uh, they want to represent the country. So right. they part in all the competitions. And then the third group is the ones in between. They are mm. happy to come and play, and they're happy to take part in some of the local uh, competitions, uh, but not overly. Mm. Uh, they're not so 
excited about play, being a national uh, player. And I think I belong in that middle category. I'm happy to come play. Basically, it's for my right. own uh, fitness, or at least a, because you, like I said, you, a game of two hours, you come, you play, you sweat it out. And it's a game that you can actually play by yourself. You go right. to the green, if somebody is there, you join them. If not, you just you have a bowl, so you have take a mat, take a jack, roll it up and down, half an hour, one hour, sweat it out, mm-hmm. and go off. And um, so and take part in, and if you're happy, take part in some competitions. Um, so anyone can pick it up. Thank you, that, uh, thank you for that, uh, Ganesh. And of course, AG, AG, right? How can lawn bowls benefit millennials? Of course, you see, nowadays kids are always on the phone, you know, like that, right? Uh, with with all these social media platforms, we're like uh, getting them glued. And of course, with technology, we are getting better, of course, but sometimes technology is dropping away our the, the, the child yes. in us, even for adults, right? But Ganesh is proving it wrong, right? And even at the age of what? Ganesh, you are now what? Uh, 35? You're, you're 58. Yeah. All right. So I'm well, expecting... 65, so yeah, I'm 58. Okay. And this, yeah, you're right about these millennials. They are always on the phone, so they need some sunlight. You should get out there, get some sunlight. Right. Uh, an hour, two hours, mm-hmm. sweat it out. Yeah. And you know, Ganesh, as we, we take this AG's question, the, um, you know, for two hours, you mentioned the game, right? So for two hours, I'm not going to be able to see my mobile phone. At least, at least, because... You know, you, unless you go for your breaks and keep coming in and out. But if you're in competitions or if you're training for the national teams, you got to be focused, right? I mean, that Absolutely. away, disengaged away from the your mobile devices. I think that's a good game. Absolutely. So when I play, my phone is yeah. in my bag. Right. And sometimes after the game, I mean, you don't right. bother to check the phone. And after that, you find right. some messages. And what's worse is some of it comes from your family. And then they're asking right. you uh, later, you contact them and they say, why did you uh, read my message earlier? Why did you pick up my calls? Right. I'm playing. Yeah. So, well, well, the phone goes into my bag and I take it out only when I'm totally done. Right. So that's the other thing. Get away from all this. But, 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 but hang on a second. Don't be so convinced because your boss is watching this. I know, right? Which is your better half. Okay, madam, madam, if you're watching this, Okay, Ganesh, uh, you know, for two hours he's playing the game, but it's good. But also, uh, Ganesh, uh, do you see families coming together, like husband is coming and supporting the wife, or wife is coming to support, you know, kids, children. Do you see the family connection um, over the past few months or a year that you have taken? The Not role? even months, yes. Even from the beginning. This is one spot where actually, uh, you know, when I was in SCC, I mean, I still <laughs> am in SCC, but when I was the, in the committee there, I was... I. I I once did a search and there were at least 12 couples who were members of the lawn bowl section. And by any standards, 12 couples, it means 24 players, right? Husband, wife, you don't, I think very few other sports, you have so many uh, couples playing, um, regular players. They're not just putting the names there. They come, they play regularly, even now. So that's one thing. Um, uh, you husband, wife, uh, even some some of them, maybe I think the next generation is picking up. So it's any it's, it's, it's a game for anyone, family, friends, uh, all. Right. We, we're going to talk a little bit on the, of course, we have to give the, the spotlight to your players who recently went overseas. Can we talk a little bit of that? And um, I know we got some medals. So can we just um, talk about that a little bit, Ganesh? 
Sure. Um, okay, earlier on in July, a group of them went to Bangkok to play um, in a competition called the Thailand Open. Right. Uh, it um, we had one we had one player who won gold in that category. Okay, so maybe I should explain. Okay, so there are a couple of categories. One category is for the visually impaired, right? They have B one. Right. Uh, so they have categories one to eight, and four of it is for the visually impaired, four of it is for the um, those with physical disabilities. So among the visually impaired, the categories depends on the uh on your eyesight how far you can see so mm -hmm. and you have um, a person right a certifier to certify your so-called impairment so you participate with against those within that group like b1 for example right all those with b1 will play in that category b2 against each other b3 b4 and then <clears throat> Okay, I cannot recall now which one, whether one to four is for the impaired or five to eight, but right. whichever way. So five to eight, the other group is for the um, uh, physically disabled, okay, the wheelchair, uh, because some may have um, arm amputated or, right. or deformed or paralyzed or semi, I mean, uh, affected with cerebral palsy uh, persons, mm -hmm. stroke persons. Um, so they have categories. So when you play, you play in your in your categories, right? The category that you are you've been certified with. So we had a person winning gold, another one won silver, and a third one won bronze. Mm -hmm. JJ, he's got cerebral palsy. He won gold medal in his category. Right. Um, as James Joseph and Farida and uh, Mahendran, Mr. Mahendran is a visually right. impaired person. He won. Uh, Silver in this category, and Farida, she won a bronze in her category. Mm -hmm. I hope I'm correct. Right. <laughs> okay. But you know, and you know, recently, so then coming to the uh, the other one, the World Bowls. Okay. So we have the equivalent of uh, the World Cup for football. Right. Rugby, that. So World Bowls uh, was held in Australia in September just recently, mm -hmm. and they actually combined the they had the para bowls together with the able-bodied bowls at similar right. time one after the other, not, not like what is happening in the Asian games. So okay. they had it, but the Parables players finished off first. So right. our team of uh, Kerban Muhammad and Maujit Singh, otherwise known as Gordon, they took part in the um, pass, men's pass, men's para pass competition and won a joint bronze medal. So that's right. uh, quite an achievement compared to the first time. And actually, first time for, it was an inaugural kind of uh, event actually. So that was quite very commendable, actually, against 11 other teams um, and against powerhouses. They even beat Scotland, who apparently won the Commonwealth uh, Pairs title in last year's Commonwealth Games. So next coming up shortly, next uh, 22nd to 28th of um, October is the Asian Parable, Asian Para Games. Right. Five Parabolas are going up and playing in various disciplines and um, Kerman, Gordon, Farida, uh, Mahindran, uh, and JJ, they are going up. Wow. I mean, uh, future, um, give them the appreciation as well in, in the head of uh, the game. I know the players should be playing very hard and practicing it. And also, um, it's good to see that, you know, they are feeling appreciated as well. 
um, representing Singapore and Singapore Lawn Bowls Association of the Disabled. But of course, they didn't use disabled as a permanent structure or permanent barrier in front of them. They broke the barrier and then they went overseas and they do what they could and even provided more than what they could. So that is a great, great uh, appreciation for them and for the players and also for your association uh, as well, Ganesh. Viewers who are watching this, we have another five more minutes to for Ganesh. Uh, we are still taking some questions. I know there are some questions already coming in. Um, you can ask him both. One is about the sport, the lawn bowls. Another one is about his profession. He's now more relaxed. He's more confident right now doing podcasts. Uh, it's not that he's not able to communicate. He's the best communicator in the courtroom. But he mentioned earlier that, you know, when he's doing podcast interviews, he feels a little, you know, controlling. But I, I told you, I'm not preparing any questions for him because he's just off guard. He can just say whatever you want to all right um i'm going to take this question uh, ganesh i got two questions that came in one from veena hi veena so in one sentence how will you convince someone to play lone bowls uh in one sentence wow. yeah one sentence uh, tough huh <laughs> not me so he always asked That's Come on, uh, Ganesh, the judge is waiting. Come on. Your judge is Vina. Um, if you want to um, sweat it out a bit and have play a strategic, and yet play a strategic game, okay, uh, come play lawn bowls. Okay, Vina, answered. Okay, thank you for that, Vina and Ganesh. Okay, uh, Yusuf Kim, what are some lessons from lawn bowls you bring into your professional life? You're more focused, more steady, more know what's going to happen in the next 30 seconds, one minute. What is your, the lessons learned? Uh, interesting. Actually, it's to be uh, a bit more chill, chill a bit, uh, relax, be a bit more calm. Um, because in a game, right, if you play in a competitive game, somebody has to win, obviously, somebody has to lose. So if you take it like, you know, that it's not about winning or losing, but it's about doing your best, right? So take it to your professional life, same thing. So in a court, in your case, actually in a case, it's all about the evidence, the facts of the case. So it's not about so much of you, whether whether I'm a good lawyer or the other person is a good lawyer. So it, mm-hmm. so you do your best, uh, present your case as how you play your game. Uh, and then just leave it at that. Because earlier on, of course, the early years of the profession, of course, you're very passionate. You always want to win. You think that then if you think that you lose the case, if the judgment goes against you, or actually it's not against you, it's against your client, uh, you get upset and all that. But actually it's not because at the end of the day, it's all about the evidence, right? What what evidence is there, how the right. evidence has come out beforehand, how during the hearing, how the judge sees it and how the other mm-hmm. side has performed. So uh, then over the years, of course, that... Uh, you, you you mellow down a bit. So this sport also helps you further mellow down and just take it as uh, doing your best, be it in mm-hmm. your professional sport. Or well, maybe it's the energy, the vibration, because when you're playing these lawn bowls, you have to be focused. There's no need to rush. Everything else stops. You're just focused on your game. Is that is that is that something that I'm coming to the answers? Is it one of the reasons why these games make you very calm? You can't get angry, right? Have there anybody got angry? Oh, you know, break the tennis or, you know, 
Squeeze the one who gets in. angry usually doesn't doesn't win. <laughs> it's quite simple as that. It's quite a, yeah. a, a game that you need to be calm. Um, <clears throat> because that, because if you're not calm, you can't deliver the, with the correct strength and line. Yeah, so you have to be... Actually, it works both ways. Like profession brings things, certain things into sports. Sports brings certain things into a profession. So, because uh, similarities with the profession and the sport is that, okay, both need preparation. See, like right at the beginning, okay, I have to prepare my case. Right. Uh, to go, you've got a thing that is going to go to court. Somewhere mm -hmm. along the way, it gets settled well and good. If it doesn't, then you go to court. So you strategize your case. Then when you once you go to court, it becomes a different thing. It's kind of a little bit out of your hand because then it right. works on okay how the cross examination works, how the witness performs. Mm -hmm. Same thing with the sport. So before you enter, let's say a competition, right? You prepare, you practice, you play, you you strategize and all that. But in the sport, unlike the profession, to me at least. Mm -hmm. The strategy continues in the game because you still strategize. Right. It's not so much about how your opponent plays, it's about how you can do better, how you can... If the opponent's ball goes and touches the jack and sits there, you just figure out a way how you can do the same, how you can move his ball out of the... move away from the jack, move the jack away from the, his ball. Right. Uh, so the strategy continues in the game until the very last ball is delivered. Mm -hmm. Um, in the profession, it kind of, uh, after a while, you strategize, then maybe you re-strategize at the end of the day. So right. some similarities, some differences. Um, yeah. All right. Ganesh, thank you so much for that. Uh, now you'll go to the next question. Johanna! Ganesh has a question to be answered here. Big fan of your work. Any tips for aspiring lawyers? You see, now we come to your profession already. We talk about the sports. Now we come to your profession. Now we are talking all about your profession right now. See, a big fan, you know, Ganesh. You got big fan. I'm wondering whether this is from my one of my family members. Oh, is it? <laughs> big oh. fan. I don't know. Who's a big fan of my work? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any tips for aspiring lawyers? Yes. Yeah. Um, make sure you want to be a lawyer for the right reason. Mm-hmm. Don't come in for the money, you know. Mm -hmm. Come in because you want to. Uh, what, what I mean, actually, there are so many areas. Uh, like litigation is one of it, like with the court work, right? So many things nowadays. You got um, banking, finance, or conveyancing, or family work, criminal work, um, all sorts of other areas of work. Make sure mm -hmm. you are prepared, right? At least in the beginning, make sure you're prepared to work hard and then work smart and make sure that you know you are doing it for the right reason not is not for the money okay little uh we already got uh, ganesh answered for that uh, now we have few eyes that's coming in hi hi sofan and uh zoe lim hi hi thank you so much for all the messages that's coming in so yeah ganesh you see you you will not believe this it's almost one hour right yep just now when uh, Ganesh came in, you know, Ganesh is not, uh, he's, he's, he's been talking for the past 28 years as a lawyer, right? Or more than that. But, you know, he's never fear, you know, he doesn't have fear, you know, presenting in court. But, you know, when you do podcasts and interviews, he, he mentioned earlier, it's very nice of him to, you know, show his little weakness that, you know, he got this fear. But now look at him, he's so relaxed, he's able to answer questions and he's like, we can go for another one more hour, Ganesh, what do you think about that? <laughs> I think the... <laughs> Oh, 25 two. people watching might get bored. <laughs> might, oh, but no, you're not reducing the numbers. The numbers are still staying there. Staying there. <laughs> 
Thank you so much. So, guys, we are almost coming to the end of the podcast at Copy with Vance. But before we end the podcast, any wisdom advisors to the people on the both sides? Since people ask you questions from the profession as well as the sport, um, for both questions, we're going to ask you one each. Professional side, like I said, okay, simply, I mean, talking about being a lawyer, make sure you 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 know what you want, what you want to do, what you want to get out of it, <clears throat> and then go with it and uh, do that. So that's a bit more simpler. Right. Uh, I see sports, any sport, firstly, pick it up, enjoy it. Um, it's um, Do it for a healthy lifestyle, active lifestyle. It's actually a stress reliever. Right, especially for those who spend long hours sitting, uh, having a sedentary life, sedentary work, and that's exactly why I picked it up at the age of forty-six. After like some ten years of okay, why I even pick, uh, stop playing games for a while was because I had playing street football or football on a basketball court. Um, I tore my meniscus. Right after the initial period of recovery, went back. After a couple of times, again the knee snapped. Then right. I realized, no, like, actually, this is um, maybe I have to, <laughs> you can't really continue playing football. So then, of course, thing, then you start just doing walks and other things, playing slow games until I picked up balls. Actually, balls, you might think because of you are bending, you might think that actually mm-hmm. the knee is uh, affected. But actually, it's not. And if, uh, because it's quite gentle, it's, it's a slow, uh, gentle mo- motion movement. So it's not strenuous. Those who um, have any injuries and all that, you, you can safely come to play bowls. Uh, you will enjoy it. And or play whatever other games that you like. But like since I'm here representing bowls, come for it. And especially the para bowlers, I mean, those who have some disabilities or impairment, do enjoy it for uh, because it, you, it, you, it gives you interaction. You play with others, right? You interact. Right. There's some social uh, bonding after, thereafter. Then you're competitive. Well, you join the national team and, and go forward. Like You can take inspiration from this lot of people who are continuing to play, continuing to train. 76-year-old man and now going to... I think it's the oldest, actually. It came on the papers. The oldest um, of our para-athletes for the Asian para-games coming up. He looks fit. Um, he's uh, he keeps fit, so age is not an impairment, and um, enjoy it. But whatever sport, pick up bowls, try it out. You like it, and so just to round up, uh, thank you, Vance, for um, hosting me here, and to all those of you out there listening, take your wallets, leave it at home, just bring your. Your MRT card, whatever the card that you use for your transport, take MRT or bus, come down to get off at either Stadium Station or Mountbatten Station, take a walk to Kalang Green, get off at the bus stop nearest to the Kalang Green, come play, meet our inspiring uh, players, right. try it out, and then you will know what it's about. It's only then you will know that whatever I say now, you might not understand what it's just about. Touch, uh, uh, reaching the jack and this and that, and then go back and uh, join one of the clubs or, or parables and continue to play. 
you know, someone earlier told me is very, ner- not so nervous, but not very comfortable in podcasts, you know, first time doing, you know. But now look at him. He just he just finished my last closing part for Kopi events. He closed it. Wow. Well, so nice, Ganesh. Thank you so much, Ganesh. I mean, on a serious note, I mean, put, to put a one hour of a tight schedule of work-life balance and, of course, your boss, you have to convince your boss that one hour you have to be in the room. Apart from your work, you have to do all those stuff as well. Thank you, boss, for watching this, for your greatest support so that uh, Ganesh can contribute to the society not only for the able body, but also for the physically challenged to take part in sport and to keep them into a community. We talked a lot about this and it's all in our podcast, in uh, Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify as well. And thank you so much, Ganesh. We will definitely will connect again for a strong cup of coffee and the chat continues. Thank you so much, Ganesh. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. All right. Uh, Oh, sorry. Okay, so that's why Ganesh takes a lift. Okay, so thank you so much, viewers. Um, uh, one of the very uh, interesting topic that we talked today, and um, I've been with um, Lawn Bowls Singapore Association for the past uh, three months. I've been coaching their team. Um, we want to create an awareness of, of these amazing players. Um, actually, in my own terms, um, I would never want to call them disabled because that's how I'm, I always believe. Because it's always something in them. Um, physically challenged. A lot of us, we give excuses, we give a lot of challenges, we complain, we get a lot of chaos happening. But there's one thing that I learned uh, from these players what were physically challenged, whatever uh, situation they may be, um, I look up upon to them, right? With that, they're coming into sports. With that, they're breaking the challenges, whatever that is thrown upon them. I think that's a very strong message that we can actually learn from these players as well. And of course, we are, we talked about, you know, things that, you know, this game is not only for the 75, 80, you know, we, as, 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 as young as nine years old, 10 years old, you know, that involves a lot of concentration and a focus. And of course, you can't be looking at your phone as well. And I, to be very honest, I have not started playing this game yet, uh, but I think I need a lot of concentration as well, which you need to because you you have to be super focused in this particular game. So thank you, viewers. Um, I know you have shared and liked as well. So if you just come in, please do press the share and like button because we want to reach out to more people out there who can actually understand and we want to create an awareness of what is this all about of lawn bowls and the game, right? This is your Vance, uh, Kopi Vance, right? Uh, every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Catch us, us on uh, Kopi Vance, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. We are live in Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn. And this show is complimentary, which means you can just click in and watch it. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m., I have different guests speakers, professionals, just like Ganesh, who come in and give their most valuable advices in their professional as well as their balance, work-life balance. They talked about it. So I'll catch you again on the next uh, topic, which is coming up next Wednesday. Uh, Till then, be good, drink lots of water, and as my favorite word, adios, amigos!